0: This is a Maybe You Like It production. To find more productions, including podcasts, radio plays, and stage plays, visit www.maybeyoulikeit.co.uk. Maybe you like it, maybe you don't. <laughs> well, this is just something I worked up. Uh, i
1: do it for you, Maybe You Like It, Maybe you Don't.
0: Hello, I'm Jake and this is the Maybe You Like It podcast, the podcast where we take a film or play that has never been staged before or is never likely to be staged again and we talk about how we stage it. As always, I'm joined by Caleb. Merry Christmas. That's right, it's a Christmas <laughs> episode. That that sounded like you just weren't in the room and you were trying to like, <laughs> come agree.
1: <across. laughs> we we're recording wow. this in November. So it, it's, <laughs> it's the end of November.
0: It's the end of November. It's Christmas. I hope everyone's having some holiday cheer. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, what we're going to be talking about today is a lovely Christmas film called Christmas with the Cranks.
1: Yeah, it's the 2004 Tim Allen, Jamie Lee Curtis comedy uh, based on a John Grisham book. And boy, did we have a good time watching this. <laughs> Ooh,
0: yeah, um, yeah th- look, th- this is a bad film. <laughs> it's, um, not it's not great. Uh, I had a lot of fun with it. Okay. A lot more than you did. I did. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I struggled. I was like, I don't want to watch this. (laughs) But maybe, you know, I don't know. Yeah.
1: So um the basic plot is Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis are um kind of a slightly older couple and their daughter is going on a gap year to Peru and so they decide what Tim Allen mostly decides. that he's gonna, they're going to cancel Christmas and save all the money that they'd usually spend on Christmas, and instead the two of them are going to go on a cruise to the Caribbean, because it saves them money, and it seems a lot nicer than having to stay where they are. So basically, they're trying to like get ready for this holiday, but as soon as the rest of the neighbourhood realise that they're cancelling Christmas, the rest of the neighbourhood gets real mad at them, and and really, just spitefully angry about the fact <laughs> that this couple wants to enjoy their Christmas in the Caribbean. So that kind of happens for the first third of the movie. And then they get a call from their daughter. Turns out she's met someone in, in Peru and she's bringing him back for Christmas. So they have to cancel all their plans. And she's calling up the day before?
0: Yeah. Or Christmas Eve? Or Christmas Eve morning? Yeah, or, something or like, like because she's, she's getting, like, three connecting flights. So every time she lands somewhere, she calls yeah, them yeah. to update where she is. So
1: so then they're trying to rebuild Christmas uh, without letting it on to anyone that they're doing that. So getting to the shops on Christmas Eve to get all the food they need, but it's all gone and all of this stuff. And then and then what happens... And then what?
0: Happened? And then well, so they kind I of just like everyone's everyone's falling down, everyone's like getting into scrapes, and eventually the neighborhood notice. Oh, it's
1: it's um, Tim Allen's character. He falls off the roof. He does. whilst He's putting up the snowman. So
0: yeah, he falls off the roof, and again, I know we're not a film criticism, but like. He falls off the roof and they call 911 on Christmas Eve, yeah. and seven firemen and three policemen turn up within 10 seconds. And I'm like, you must have something better to be doing. But anyway, they turn up, and then the whole neighborhood turns up, and they're all really worried about him because he maybe could have got hurt, but he didn't. Anyway, the neighborhood decide they're going to pull together and they're going to help the cranks. That's it. I was going to say the Tim Allen family. <laughs> the t- <laughs> they're going to help the cranks. Um, Put on a Christmas Eve. Put Christmas party. Eve yeah. back on. And the policeman go pick up the daughter from the boyfriend from the airport and they try and stall them and then they end up actually arresting someone and then there's that subplot and there's some supernatural elements oh, at the this end.
1: There's this is guy who they <laughs> meet who knows everything about their family in there. and it's really, that I found was one of the jokes that actually really worked up until the end when we get the payoff for it where he like comes in and he's like oh hey
0: how's it going how's it going and they're all like who is this guy? <laughs> no that the, the, the best acted scene was definitely the scene where Nora the sister wife um, meets the guy for the first time in the supermarket and he's like hey Nora how's it going and she invites him to the party and you can see in her face like, Jimmy is a good actor, like we all know this but like we can see in her face that she doesn't know who she is and I really like that mm-hmm. um, right I think we've got a good enough gist there oh yeah. oh, right the only other thing to mention is at the end Tim Allen's character changes his mind and he gives the cruise to these elderly people across the street he's been fighting with and he is redeemed yeah essentially kind of yeah, yeah. basically
1: I think that's a basic rough idea of the plot yeah the so <laughs> how 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 are we making this work? Well,
0: okay, yeah, so let's put this on our hypothetical stage. I, I think for um, me
1: and hear me out. Okay. I think that this could be like a null coward comedy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I'm hearing you out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think first of all the film really clearly splits itself into three acts. The first act is everything up until they get the call from their daughter saying she's coming back for Christmas. Which is the first
0: hour of the film, of the hour
1: and a half film. No,
0: no, that's the first 45 minutes. Okay, all right.
1: No, maybe 40 minutes. Then the second act is them trying to get ready for Christmas up until the point where he falls off the roof, Uh which is the next sort of 25 minutes, right? Then the third act is the moment, everything from the moment where the neighbour is like, okay, let's all band together and help them put on Christmas Eve. Uh Uh-huh. And that's, that's fully half an hour of the film, Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. I think that basically it splits itself up really nicely into the kind of structure that a Noel Coward comedy might take. And then in terms of setting, there's, there's kind of a way of doing it. Basically, to make it work, it would need some fairly significant rewrites. <laughs> but I think there's a way of doing it. So firstly, the whole of the first act can take place within their house and it can be neighbours coming and going
0: Yeah, definitely, you'd cut the restaurant, you'd cut the various supermarket scenes, you'd just have it all in the house. Exactly, Um,
1: and all of the stuff with the, like, there's, like, a a scene with carolers, like, singing outside their house to try and get them to be Christmassy and stuff, like, that can happen, like, we can build a set and they're, like, outside the windows and stuff.
0: Yeah, for sure. In fact, I feel like, you know, the whole point of this film is about a neighbourhood, and I feel like you'd want to have some, some kind of street...
1: Yeah so thing. so for me first act would be interior of the house mm-hmm. second act where they're trying to like rebuild christmas themselves would be exterior taking place in the street so you'd kind of turn the set around and it would build a street mm. and you can do the whole sort of uh the christmas tree trying to get it across the street with the kid thing the snowman thing can happen on the roof there you can mm. do some actual on stage stunts and you could even kind of rework the whole supermarket thing and have it either take place in the front section of the stage, or um, kind of just have the like losing the ham happen in the street where they live yeah. or something like that. So there's
0: a moment where she um, is she pays a very large sum of money to someone to take their ham off of them, and then it rolls. It ridiculously rolls, like, th- like, I think it's like 300 metres into the road. And then it's, like, it's about four centimetres from the edge of the pavement. But because of jaywalking or something, she doesn't grab it. And she lets a truck run over.
1: Like, by the end of the film, we see, like, three different hams, right? Yeah. She's, like, she's then giving ham to... Like, it, towards the end, she's giving ham to her daughter to eat. But then also... Luther Tim Allen's character takes ham over to yeah. the neighbors at the end. There's like eight it's hams. like how many hams? <laughs> like, it's all built up around this one ham, and, and then also so many the hams. neighbors
0: are like, "We won't eat this. We can't." And he's like, "We'll take it anyway." And <laughs> yeah. it's like, "Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm thinking? I wonder if we could do this as some kind of promenade thing, because essentially, if we if we boil it down to an in the house setting mm-hmm. and an on the street setting, I'm thinking of things like um, there's a company that does loads of performances all through the year at a, the church, big church in Covent Garden. And they, they'll normally have three or four settings outside and then they'll move inside the church for like the end, uh, the kind of climax normally. And I feel like this is something where we make the audience, maybe the community, they are the neighbours. And so they could be being talked to as the neighbours. And maybe we could even have a bit where they're made to, like, help put the decorations up or something along those lines towards the end. And we can have those kind of two settings where we just have one setting that's in a house of some kind mm. and another setting that's on a road. Obviously, it wouldn't be a real road, but we can kind of build some kind of road thing. And then the seats could be maybe... Maybe we just... The stage is the road between two houses and the seats are on either side. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was and- I was thinking about it more as, like, occupying the kind of, like,
1: space of, like, a pantomime in a yeah. in a sort of standard, quite large theatre in the town. And it would be, like, the interior, the exterior, and then you go back to the interior for the third act after the interval. Mm. But it's all, like, dressed up Christmassy now. Mm. I guess, yeah, I guess with The Promenade, it allows you to do more in terms of, like, more of actually what happens in the film. That's true. Whereas my thought would be, if we're, if we're rewriting it, like, fully rewrite it so that everything in the first act can only be neighbours coming in and out, and then everything in the second act is only stuff happening in the street and all of the action taking place there, ending with that speech from the neighbour who's like, let's get this all together, curtain down for the interval, curtain up, and then it's taking place in the interior of the house, and it's all, again, it's all the comings and goings of people. Mm. But either of those works? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I I think it
0: does work. I think it... Huh. Let's think about some other effects, and then we can come to a decision. Yeah. So there's ice... People going all slippy. Um, that's fun. Yeah. There's uh, the kind of running around, hiding from people in the windows, which is also really fun. There's like in the first like half hour of the film, he just gets like dumped with water on a load. Those are both doable in both settings too. Yeah, because like the the thing
1: going to the shops in that in that first like one of the opening mm. scenes, like you can just do that of him coming back from the shops. Oh yeah, through, for sure. Right? For sure. Which would like really make that a less painful in fact you could even open the play with that like you don't even need to do the dropping the door at the airport oh kind for of sure thing. yeah I know. and I, I think that there's a way of doing it where and, and because it's like there's so many neighbours like apart from the, the two central characters the rest of it feels very like uh, there's this huge ensemble of characters right and to have them coming and going in a very sort of farcical doors slamming like in and out kind yeah. of thing would be quite fun I think
0: actually that reminds so I was really confused by this the neighbour that has the Christmas tree so he, he takes Takes, with permission, he steals a Christmas tree yeah. because his neighbors are going to their in-laws for the for the day. And see, so, the camera seems to suggest that that house is directly across the street from theirs. Oh, no, it's like one up. Oh, okay, it's, it's one. Up okay, because yeah. I was like, but I thought that was the old. No, it's anyway. I'm gonna stop criticizing <laughs> myself. I'm sorry. I just it's did just you,
1: just uh, did you notice the Louis C.K. cameo? No, <laughs> it's when he's doing the speech about let's all like do the. You know, let's all make them a Christmas or something. He's just, Louis C.K.'s there, and he's like, wow, why would I when they've been mean to us or whatever? And oh, yeah. It was so <laughs> rare. I was like, he's it." All right, okay. Yeah, okay. So we've got these two options. Maybe we talk about some of the other elements and come back to it, choosing between the two. Okay. Did we just... We well, just said that.
0: We did. We tried that. and we didn't. we didn't get anywhere. Merry <laughs> <laughs> Christmas, everyone. Um,
1: right. So in terms of... I really love the setting of two thousand four in that I wouldn't want to update it in any way. Okay. Because I think it fits so well, just like the fact that like they only have landlines and stuff. Like you say, like calls every time they they. Yeah. Touch down. There's this
0: whole thing of like like Americans or American stuff around this time. You could always call people from the plane, and I don't. Did was that a thing? I, I, like,
1: I just hope not like because
0: like, it just it just always like every single American thing from like the late 90s to the early 2000s people are calling people from planes like on like weird like phone landlines that are expensive or something and I don't know no one from England has ever mentioned that they've ever done that I wonder if that was just an American thing I, I have I don't no know. idea I just find that anyway don't worry it's fine I just I find <laughs> these things interesting sorry I find that like I find talking about this film really interesting but I just no idea how we're going to do it okay so we've got the rewrite yeah. we've got these two options for settings. Yeah. Um, either one work. I think maybe we could just keep talking as if we're doing either of them because until we find some impasse. Yes,
1: yeah, um, yeah. I think, yeah, in, in some ways, the one doing it on stage is harder in that you, you, you have to be really firm in terms of exactly where you're setting things because you would be building this huge set. Whereas mm-hmm. the promenade, you can be a bit more open with like, okay, like, this is just a different street all of a sudden mm-hmm. or whatever, which, yeah. you know, is useful. But I guess with promenade, you lose out on like how easily you can do lighting especially if you're doing outdoors as well especially as well thinking that it would be at the, you know, during if we're putting it on during Christmas time it would make things a lot harder if it was outside because people would be cold and that makes a difference
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it would
1: like add to I guess it adds to the element
0: add to the element of it yeah, um,
1: yeah, yeah I honestly have no opinion either way <laughs>
0: I, just, um, cause I, I think, had like, this
1: really funny idea that like you could treat it like a Noel Coward comedy and yeah. that's kind of funny because it's not anywhere near the caliber of that but there's like other elements of it that work because like in the third act they like they they like form a little band and they play songs yeah. in the house and stuff which is very Noel Coward to yeah. have like a just a musical number for no reason and yeah stuff. yeah that is true. and I think and the kind of familial aspects of it and stuff but at the, yeah. s- at the same time, like, it's so, it's so bad. And, like, maybe Promenade would reinvigorate it in some way. Yeah,
0: I just, I, yeah, I think that's it. I think, because, like, sometimes, not bad, but, like, weak storylines are often made more interesting by interaction with the audience more. Um, yeah. And, it's, you know, it's Christmassy and all this I, kind of I stuff. I guess if
1: you're doing it in a kind of pantomime way, if there's, like, lots of slapstick, like, there's lots of audience interaction... Mm. You can do that in either setting as well. Yeah,
0: you can. All right. Well, I think we should (laughs) leave this. We're doing one of those two. One of the two things. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about... Okay, so you... Lighting's more easy in the... More easy? Lighting is easier in the... (laughs) Lighting is easier in the stage space. Yes. Oh, God. (laughs) <laughs> oh. what lighting elements do we have here
1: that are interesting i think what's fun is that you have the idea of lots of christmas lights right so like i like the idea of it feeling like very natural sources of light so in the first act it all being from like just your standard like lights in in your house um but the, uh, and then you know obviously lighting with the people's faces in the sort of standard way you would with a wash but then in that last act and even in the second act when it's external you could have lots of christmas lights and that can be part of how you're lighting it which is fun and nice yeah that is nice
0: i like that um
1: (laughs) i don't know apart from that i think like pretty just like standard wash yeah
0: simple it's simple isn't it there's nothing they don't want to make it dramatic because well that would be weird um (laughs) There's a moment where the snowman that they're trying to put up, its eyes glow orange, and then, and that's just before it falls off the roof. and It's as if the snowman is pushing it off the... <laughs> Which
1: is just ridiculous.
0: Oh, God.
1: <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> I think I would not include that in the stage play whatsoever. No reference to the fact that the snowman might have glowing eyes. It was a. Do you notice with the bit where he falls? They use like really rubbery CGI of his face coming to the camera.
0: <laughs> I didn't know. It's note. so bad. The the. Oh, I gosh. think I might have looked away at that point. Yeah. I was um, surprised. Um. There's a lot of weird like horror film camera techniques that they use. Like there's a moment where she's knitting, and they push in on her with like a kind of like high pitched violin, and she's just knitting. <laughs> And then, and then the payoff is that there's a carola there, but like outside the windows, that's normal.
1: It's, <laughs> it's so weird. It, which is what? Okay, which is why I think that it could, it would actually be better suited as a stage play in many ways because. Because you you don't have those techniques that you can just use in a sort of cheap way yeah. to get any kind of laugh out of it That's you can, true. it but it, it would be much more about finding a way of comedically blocking that yeah um yeah. To okay make it function
0: yeah so let's let's think about then finding some tension in this film <laughs> because the yeah as we say the the, the whatever happens in this edit is. They just play some tense music, and there's no there's no tension. But they just play some tense music, and they make it tense. But I think there is a way of making it interesting and engaging, and to give some investment to for the audience in some of the characters.
1: Yeah, I think for starters, I think everyone needs to be less mean, right? Like yeah. Tim Allen's character is so like so aggressively mean about Christmas. Well, this weird but thing. at the same time, all of the neighbors are so mean to him as yeah. well, and it just.
0: It's just uncomfortable to watch. But the the, the Tim Allen thing is weird because, so his character writes a letter that's like, I'm I'm happy to like have Christmas cheer. I'm just not going to engage in any of the monetary aspects of Christmas. And I'm not going to put anything up. I'm not going to accept gifts because I'm not giving you gifts. So that's fair enough. And I'm going to go on this cruise. And that seems like a really fair enough thing to do. But then what happens is, and it's a bit of a chicken and egg thing. On the one hand, everyone's horrible to him. On the other hand, he gets really carried away with not doing Christmas in the way in which he actually starts to be quite mean to people. But it seems like, to me, the neighbours being mean happens first. So yeah. I'm... I, it's
1: just... I think that's definitely true. Yeah. I think that what you'd need to do is kind of tone it all down. And, and if, you know... That thing of ha- having a strong ensemble cast, I think first of all give all of these neighbors more distinct characters because they're all kind of the same person in this, mm. and, and so give them more distinct characters. Like the only, like you, we mentioned, the only really distinct character is the one where they they don't know who he is, like, yeah, and he's like he's really someone, and it's really fun, yeah. So I think give all the neighbors something more to them, mm. and especially with like the kind of in and out that you would need for, for stage action rather than just like cutting that you can in film you you get something more out of each of these characters. Yeah, we care sure. a little bit more about all of the neighbours, which means that we don't just think these people are being mean to a man that's trying to get the most out of his holiday, and we think, okay, this is a community that really feels like a community, mm. and it seems a shame that he's not engaging in it. Yeah. So there's something to get out of that. Yeah. Um. And then in terms of Tim Allen's character, there's less of for him to get mean about from that. And actually, I think it should be more about... The, the moments where the film kind of functions well is is when it's like how do you get through december without doing christmas whatsoever mm. that's actually kind of interesting that is
0: interesting yeah
1: and and so if it's less that he's just trying to be mean but more like he's like how i keep you know it's so easy to buy stuff in december that is christmas related and how do you avoid that that's more interesting to mm, me mm. and i think that you could make that happen yeah in, in kind of changing it making everyone a little less mean and make it more about this idea of Because really, what the tension should be is between commercialisation and community. Yes. Right? Tim Allen wants to avoid the commercialisation, but in doing so, he ignores the community. Also, you could probably find a better way of reconciling those two things at the end. Because in this, it's basically like, give into your community, and therefore engage in all of the (laughs) commercialisation. What I'd really like is if in that final act, rather than it's just all of the people who have bought stuff and bringing it over, Mm. it's like, this is all stuff that we've made because you don't have anything. And it's that idea of like
0: people using their different skills to come together to create something. I like as that. a community. I like that as a message much better. Um, I think because I think that's the other thing is that the message of the film, even if we don't take it at face value and we give it credit and we try and give it something more meaningful, what comes out is still a very American message, and it's really something that doesn't quite resonate with British audiences because we don't have that community feeling. Yeah, um, and that's something we could tap on. We could we could. Point out that in Britain we don't have this.
1: I, I don't think they do in America. I, like I just, I, I, it is just. Do you like, think it's just Hollywood pretending? Yeah, it definitely is. But I, and I think that that's the thing. And I think you could keep it set in America, or you could change the setting to to England. And I think you you would retain this idea of a, a feeling of losing community. And and if we made that the central tension, and therefore the central message of the film, that mm. would be much more interesting. Uh, or, or as the stage play, that would be much more interesting. And much more valuable as a creative project, right? <laughs> yeah. Because <I laughs> at the so. moment it doesn't feel particularly valuable at all. No,
0: no. I, uh, yeah, that's the whole thing. When you're putting on a play, I mean, we like to think about why us? Why now? And what we're trying to say. Um, because uh, at the end of the day, that's what it is trying to do. And so, yeah, I think having really clear answers to those questions, even when you're putting on a fun Christmas play, is really
1: important. Absolutely. The other element as well, I suppose, is in direction of performance. The The film is written to be kind of loose for the actors to do what they want with, mm. but they've just clearly not done very much with it, uh, whether that be because they didn't care enough or because there wasn't anything to get out of it. I think I would want to retain that element in having it kind of be pantomime-esque in mm. that like give space for the actors to bring their own stuff to it whether that be in some of the slapstick that you could do in the sort of collaboration or just some of the kind of witty back and forth that could happen between characters can be a lot looser than just this is exactly Hmm. what you need to say just say exactly how it needs to be said
0: oh you know there is definitely characters here that you could do the classic pantomime subplot of we're going to look for some something of some description, and we're gonna sing a song while we look for I it, mean, and then someone could, disappears. <laughs> you could do that with the two policemen yeah. going to get the
1: daughter. Yeah, right? you really could. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I so I think there's an element of Yeah, this whole like kind of reframe it as like a null coward comedy, but also like have this sort of element of pantomime that brings in Yeah. Is the familiarity of like that's how theatre at Christmas functions yeah, um, but also that it, it functions well with this story with these characters I think
0: yeah I mean I could even have one of the neighbours be like the dame character like, you like could very go, much so you, you could, could go as far as you want with this yeah,
1: yeah. exactly yeah and and again there, there are archetypes within Pantomime that would mean that that ensemble of neighbours feels more like an ensemble of characters rather mm. than just a, a mass of angry people yeah. which is exactly what we were just saying we wanted to do so yeah so I think all of these elements make it a fun Christmasy family theatrical event. Yeah. In some way.
0: <laughs> I think, I think, I think it... Whatever
1: we, whichever setting we do as well, I think it functions in that way.
0: I think it could get there. Yeah. I think it really could. Um, yeah. Which is surprising, because I actually didn't think we could it's, get anywhere it's with It's a this. bad film. It's a, it's a bad <laughs> film. Um,
1: but I think, I think that there's something there. And I think that, like we talked about with the with the sort of message of the film like there there is something there that could be a good message it's just so confused in the way that it's written in the film and yes. and i think kind of stripping it back and drawing out the the key elements of what it's trying to talk about and ignoring all of this other stuff going on would be beneficial and then in terms of and then trying to really make it into like its staged rather than like you know, in the film, there's all of this jumping between like supermarkets and tanning mm. tanning tanning
0: salons tanning salons
1: tanning salons. Oh my word! Um, and, and I think it just becomes sort of overinflated in what it is. If if it's about the community and the sort of discourse between those two those main characters in the community, then that's what it needs to be entirely, and mm. and try and cut as much of the rest of it out as possible. Yeah. In some ways, and that can allow for because i felt like the the big part at the end felt rushed and there's more to get from each of those new those characters entering and if we've seen them earlier on in these kind of pantomime archetypes and then we have at the beginning of that second act after the interval all of them entering for the christmas eve party bringing all the different gifts they have to bring and stuff that mm. I, it would be much more of a moment than it is in the film i think yeah, I yeah. Think
0: that's true i think having less characters with more to them
1: potentially um, yeah well, not, not even that many less characters but mm. just Spending more time in the community rather than going about doing other yeah, stuff yeah. allows to just develop all of those as real characters. because
0: yeah. I think there was a real moment when I really felt like where there's there's a scene where it's right at the end and he's looking in through the window and he sees his wife laughing with all the other people, and I was just thinking we don't know these people we don't we don't we haven't built up this relationship enough to then feel nice about seeing them all laughing together because we don't know anything about them. And I think, yeah, that's something we could really fix. Yeah,
1: yeah. It rests too much on the idea of Christmas cheer rather than, like, Actual actually people. giving us any of that Christmas cheer <laughs> yeah. for us to rely on. So. Yeah. But, sure. yeah, so, I mean, definitely in, in rewriting that. And and in, it, yeah, that key thing of, like, wh- how, whichever way we set it, whether that be in the promenade or in the theatre, you're, you're narrowing the setting, and mm. that allows for that to happen, yeah. And pantomimes are fun.
0: Pantomimes are fun. We can have some wacky costumes. yeah. Where people are neighbours. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I feel like, yeah. Maybe. Oh, well, there's a cool power cut moment. We can talk about that for a bit. <laughs> yeah. The power cut. I mean. Yeah. You, you just have the, the lights. Off. lights <laughs> 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 what else is there to do? <laughs> That's how power cuts work, yeah. right? except you wouldn't have this really choppy thing where they cut to four different locations and have them all turn off at different times so (laughs) it'll happen on stage Um, oh
0: gosh you got some angry scouts that want to sell it oh that that got me as well you said about people being angry like the scouts were so mean yeah, yeah like
1: also like yeah there's something like where he buys that Christmas tree and I'm like why would you even buy it yeah like
0: it was just a twig oh yeah. oh gosh um Okay, you know what? I think... I think that's... <laughs> is fun. there anything else Does to any, like, it's Is there Because it's not... What we've done here is we've turned, very slowly, we've turned yeah. a shit film into a decent pantomime.
1: Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, I don't think it even needs to be, like, full-on pantomime. I think you just use some of those elements. Yeah. I think it is... Take a terrible film, put it in a slightly more focused setting... Mm slightly more focused message of what we want to get across, and then using some of the archetypes of pantomime and the like, the fun characters you get from that and incorporating them in this. So it's not just turning it into a pantomime.
0: Yeah, but, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, how would we market something like this? Would we, would we want to market it at children? Or would we want to market it I at an adult audience? I think it's,
1: it's a family show in the way that pantomime is in that like some of the jokes are like a bit above what children should be getting and then some of it is really directed at children especially the slapstick and stuff like that yeah um I think you you market it as that as like a Christmas family show The, the film is well known enough as well yeah you didn't know of it before I didn't but I did yeah I think it is well known ish I mean, yeah. We we watched it on Netflix and then it's literally just been taken off of Netflix. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, there's gonna be no way to watch it. I'll probably be on TV well, I or something.
0: Found it yeah, it's on I found it on Channel 5. I've definitely
1: seen it. it on like ITV three on a Sunday afternoon yeah. over Christmas or it's something.
0: On. It's, it's on. It's on sometimes. sometimes. I mean don't watch it, but it's don't. on sometimes. <laughs> watch literally anything else. <laughs> no, I think this is fun. I think
1: I think it's a family comedy play. there's some, there's some slapstick in there with the, the hand and stuff and you know uh, some of it's some exciting action with the falling off the roof. you could do that. There's a way of doing it. You know, what, that.
0: You, know what my, you know what my problem with it is. My problem with it is is that it lives in a world in which the biggest problem you can have is your neighbor doesn't like you very much. And like it acts as if like that. It's so important, and it has no awareness of like some people just don't have a house, Mm. like and it and it just has no. And I I know a lot of films don't have awareness of that, but it's really it was really apparent to me how how invested they were in this thing that just doesn't matter. I
1: I, think, but I think you lean into that in that it's like to us it doesn't matter, but should. The idea of tight knit communities matter, mm. and you you lean into this feeling of like, I think what you do is you you make it seem like it doesn't matter at first, and then at the end when they all come together, it's like oh this is really a thing, yeah. And then and I think that that works. I see what you mean.
0: It's just so like American middle class yeah. of like we are all so comfortable that the biggest crisis we can have is whether we put up the snowman. Yeah. Like do you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And it's it's like. Gosh, there are so many films that could be made about really important things. <laughs> there's kind of an and escapism is, in it, yeah. maybe.
1: But I, I get what you mean. Yeah. But then, in, you know, like I I rewatched Home Alone last year, and it's like way more like middle class America mm-hmm. than you remember and stuff like that. Is it really? It's like yeah, like the houses are huge. They have everything they could ever want. Like, oh yeah, yeah, of course. And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Like and 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 so I mean, I guess the the stakes are slightly higher in that in that there's actual people trying to rob his house. But yeah.
0: it's still like.
1: Yeah, you know, it doesn't, it, it
0: doesn't feel like it's trying to tell you you should live in a certain way. No, it feels like it's just like, hey, this is fun. There's this a, is a concept. Yeah,
1: there's a real sub, like suburbia vibe to this, where it's like, this is what suburb life is. This is how you, as a middle class family, are supposed to live. Yeah, and doing anything outside of the norm is an issue. Yeah, which is which is why I think we make that character less rude and mean, yeah, yeah and then we and then you kind of sympathize and again
0: them. it's the whole american thing of like hi mr kababble isn't it such a nice day oh yeah. well that's swell mrs frankensteed and everyone <laughs> terrible improv of names there and everyone everyone's just smiling and like that whole american thing the thing i really like i find i find uncomfortable american culture when i when i've been lucky enough to be there is how everyone just has to pretend that everything is great the whole time. So
1: do you think changing and it to an, a setting in England would remove some of that? I think it would change like the a so, lot. the self-consciousness of it? And, yeah. Uh, and so you, you could even still have some of that, like, everyone greeting everyone and stuff, but just in, within the English setting, it feels more uncomfortable. Yeah. And so, and so we acknowledge the sort of performative aspects of that. Yeah, and
0: I, think, I just think a more interesting tension... Maybe then between the American ideal of community and consumerism is actually between consumerism and what we have in Britain now. I know we talked a bit about this before, but like what we have in Britain now is like almost a complete breakdown of like community values, where like most people won't know anyone on their street. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Um, I think that. I wonder how. You know, we could bring that in and with and we introduce these characters, and these characters could almost like be introduced to the cranks as we are. Yeah. And they could not know them. Yeah, okay, yeah. Or, yeah, and, and
1: it, you can do that thing of,
0: like... Because I think there
1: still are, like, stuff like community Christmas traditions that mm. take place where everyone gets involved in them. Mm. And there's kind of, you know... Although you might not know all your neighbours well and stuff, if certain people in the in, in the town weren't doing certain things or whatever, it would seem strange. Mm. And there is an aspect of that. But yeah. less of this, like, everyone on the street does this, but more just, like, oh, kind of weird that these people aren't showing up to, like, this, you know, yeah. turning on the Christmas yeah. lights or whatever kind of thing. Yeah but yeah but that that sense of them not knowing their neighbors yeah not it, quite yeah it's kind of me- it's kind of mentioned in the film that they don't know their neighbors very well but they're not really fo- followed a, through it is
0: this weird thing where like on the one hand, everyone's like, but you always throw this massive party and you always invite all the neighbours and you're always the one that gives this massive donation to this neighbourhood scheme. And then they're, like, so taken aback by that not happening this one time that they're, like, everything you've done previously that is good and that is that is generous is clearly void. Yeah. And it's such a jarring experience.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. And I, and I, I
1: wonder whether you can make more out of this idea of, like that the idea of, like, how much Christmas costs to this family yeah. because of everything they do within the community. Like, how... Because it's, like, $6,000 or something is how yeah. they say. That's so much money for, like, the, the month of December. It's, you know, and ju- just to, like, be a part of the community. And I think you can do... Maybe even if you write in some kind of subplot of, like, financial trouble for the family or something like that or things changing... With the daughter, yeah. or something like that. There's something more to get out of that. I think basically what we're finding is every element of this film. There is more to be drawn out of yeah. it. That is more interesting. Yeah. Than was done for the film. Yeah.
0: Like even with this, like he he says a lot. Tim Allen's character. He says it's not about the money. It's not about the money. But then you you come away not being sure whether it ever was about the money. Like you. Yeah. It, and I think
1: it should be in some ways. Or or, or like the, the not necessarily the money, but like that the idea of like. There is an expectation that I spend this amount of money yeah. on, like having people over for food, or this amount of money in donating to whatever cause I might be donating to. And like, not to say those are bad things to do, mm. but like, when the community finally does pull together at the end, there should be more made of this th- fact that, like, why didn't we do it every year where everyone brings stuff
0: rather than you guys take the brunt of it, kind mm. of thing. And again, maybe that's very like a uh, very like 2004, right on the tail end of like. The bubble, where yeah. everyone is fine, or everyone at least thinking they're
1: fine. Yeah, I guess the kind of implication is he works in the city, maybe in law or finance or something like that, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it was never made clear what job he does. He just but sits like, there
0: and types things. It's yeah, so funny. but he's
1: very much the, Ameri- he is the American middle class that, like, I mean, I don't know that much about, but that has been squeezed since 2008, right? Of course, yeah. And so, uh, yeah. So maybe, Okay. So maybe we, that the thing I said ages ago, but this has been such a mess of an episode, <laughs> about that thing about setting it in 2004, the separation and like the knowledge we have now of like what happened in 2008 and the financial crash, maybe that setting is really important in that like we can really draw out this idea of like this is peak consumerism, peak bubble, peak like... Prior to financial crash, mm. sense sort of middle classdom, mm. and this is what it's it's supposed to look like. And then we're deconstructing it throughout the play, exactly what this this like middle class attitude towards Christmas is, mm. and therefore like what it should be. And then with the knowledge that after this, you have the financial crash, mm. the kind of situation of all of these characters would change, and therefore they wouldn't be able to put on Christmas in the way that they can in this play. Mm. But then, do we lose this? Fun pantomime family <laughs> show. <laughs> you got to sacrifice one for the other. Right? Yeah, we definitely I think so, Because you can't, you
0: can't do a pantomime that also has a financial. So in message. some
1: ways, it kind of either has to be this kind of like highbrow-ish, like no coward-esque comedy, or it needs to be this Christmas silly pantomime that is aimed at families and is fun and is leaning into the faults of the film rather than trying to remove them. Okay. Um, i think this I think this has raised more questions than we've been able to ask <laughs> this the thing okay, so I think there is so much to unpack there that could be interesting but would require a really sort of deft hand in the way that you handle all of those issues mm. and that's interesting in its own box but then on on the other hand, you have this really fun. It's silly and we lean into the hamminess and we try and get more and more out of that and we acknowledge the faults of the film but rather than do anything about it, we just kind of like use those faults to to make the most fun out of it. Which are both, I think, valid choices.
0: I I mean, I'm leaning towards the first one. Well, I think I'm leaning towards the pantomime because if you're going to put it on around Christmas time, you want... I don't know, I feel like people just want to have fun. Yeah. That's fair. I'm leaning towards
1: yeah. the other one just because I find it more interesting. Yeah, I think But I, I mean, think you're right a... in that, like, in an actual real-world situation, the pantomime would sell better, would be seen by more people, would be considered more enjoyable.
0: I think, yeah, I think this is the thing, because I was saying earlier, you know, when you're putting on theatre, I was saying this, I was saying, you know, why, whatever, who, what's it for, etc. But actually, pantomime subverts all of that. Pantomime says, who gives a shit? You know, to yeah, some extent. To some extent. I, I think, yeah,
1: I think I think in some ways the three plans, you can raise these questions, but you mm-hmm. can't unpack them in the same way. Yeah. But that's fine.
0: That's because nowadays, you know, often you'll go to a pantomime, I and mean, I haven't been for a couple of years, but you'll go to a pantomime and there'll just be a moment where they go, Brexit, eh? Yeah. And then, like, that's it, and then they just carry on, and it's like, oh. But maybe we could do that. Yeah.
1: I, mean, I think the the positives of Panto is that the, the fourth wall is very, like, permeable mm. and you can kind of like do a bit of back and forth with the audience and actually in some ways that means that you can raise some of these issues without having to unpack them in some depressing
0: yeah. like boring like <laughs> I've just got this image of um, Mr. Crank being on the rooftop yeah, and like a dame character coming on for the full stage and just kind of being like if you think he's gonna call <laughs> shout look out Mr. Crank <laughs> oh, man <laughs> And everyone's like, look out, Mr. Craig. Oh, no. And then he falls off. And then the dame's like, why didn't you tell him to look out? And oh, then... Yeah.
1: You do like a he's behind you, but with frosted
0: yeah, snow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, wow. Also, okay, again, not relevant to how we'd stage it. But what kind of universe exists where an entire group of people who are clearly not that friendly with each other... Have made some kind of decision to all go out and purchase the same 12 foot plastic object
1: yeah i I think the implication is that it happened like fifteen years ago when they were closer, yeah, and maybe. then like they just as, as they've grown apart, but they still do that as a tradition maybe yeah maybe I've no idea I think in some ways it's not worth questioning some of the choices made in this film yeah okay. <laughs> In which case, if it's a pantomime, I think it's much safer to do it as an inside stage play. Or a promenade pantomime could be fun. That's new, interesting. It's not that new, but it's, right. it's,
0: it's, it's, it's a thing. Let's yeah. do that. <laughs> Let's do that. Let's do that. All right, okay. Okay, so we've had some ideas. Yeah. We don't know which ones we prefer. Yeah. They're all kind of rough, but they all could work. Um, I think it's Christmas. Yeah. We want... We want some gifts. We want to be given some advice. Why are you saying that? Um, so, let us know... Let us know, let us know what you think. Let us
1: know which of those ideas you like. You want pantomime? You want uh, the sort of highbrow comedy about the pre-financial crash <laughs> era? You want... So you're
0: saying it like that, how do you prefer the second one? I don't, one? I
1: don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> You want... Uh, stage play, or you want to do outdoors in a street?
0: You want to You like up? You like down? Yeah. You like you like in? You like out? Yeah. Let us know. <laughs> tell us all that. How do you tell us all that? Well, well, I guess you can tweet us at Maybe You Like It with a text speak you or on Instagram at that same handle, or you can email us at info at maybeyouliket.co.uk. That's a normal you on that one, or you can find us online at Maybe You Like <laughs> <laughs> or on Facebook. Or on Facebook, and uh, maybe you like your productions. Caleb, do you want to tell me how to find you? They might not like it. They might want to come yeah. and bully you.
1: Uh, I'm at Caleb Lebster on Twitter and Instagram. C A L E B
0: L E B S T E R. How about you, Jake? Where are you? Uh, I am. I'm on Twitter at Jake Reesh. That's Jake R E E. H. I'm so sorry. Um, we hope you guys have a wonderful holiday period. Whether you are celebrating Christmas or you are more like a crank, yeah. or you are, <laughs> or you are just, just that doing really problematic <laughs> something different. Um, I personally will be celebrating Hanukkah this year, so that's that's me. That's As it, you that's, do every year. That sounded that sounded really like like I was being weird. Like you I'm Jewish. That's just, just what I'm do doing. <laughs>
1: like some hipster movement
0: to move <laughs> me <from> on Oh gosh, <laughs> is that okay? Can we I mean this I... is fine. Yeah, okay. Happy holiday season. Happy holidays everybody. everyone. And maybe you like that, <laughs> but maybe you didn't. Oh no. What you remember?
1: That was a Maybe You Like It production.
0: Maybe you liked it. Maybe you didn't.